Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode, Nick and I sit down with Victoria Masucci, and I'm proud to say her name like that because I always mess it up, so I want to say it properly. It is Victoria Masucci, and she is a proud Calabres, and you will hear what I mean by that when she, we begin this episode. Um, she explains how, I guess at some point, perhaps she thought they, that, you know, her and her husband started late into the world of real estate investing. They, they were in their 50s when they began, and she explains their journey. I think this is really useful for anyone, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, beyond, who think they are starting late. Because I can't tell you how many times we speak to somebody who's like, 31 or 37 or 42 and they always say the same thing oh my gosh we're starting so late into the world of real estate uh, investing so wait till you hear victoria's story it's amazing she works with mike desormo on our team and at some point during this episode she mentioned that they didn't get a home inspection on a proper uh, on a property and she did not want that to refre- reflect poorly on mike he advised always to get a, a property inspection. In this case, she decided she didn't want one and wanted us to make that clear on the intro. So there you go. So during this episode, you will hear her story and uh, we think you're going to love it. And Victoria, um, yeah, thanks for doing this. We think everyone listening is going to love your story. So if you are listening to this and you want to get started in the world of real estate investing, just as Victoria and her husband did, you can come to the same introductory real estate class that has been updated since she took it, but it's the same introductory class uh, by going to CanadianRealEstateTraining.com. That's CanadianRealEstateTraining.com. And during that class, we share all the different strategies that investors like Victoria have used in all the different areas of the greater Toronto area on the east side of Toronto, north of Toronto, Toronto itself, on the west side of Toronto, right around the Golden Horseshoe into the Niagara area as far, I guess, west as London. Um, so all of those strategies we share during that class. Nick and I stick around afterwards to do a live Q&A on that class as well. So any questions that come to mind, we will answer. And you can grab a seat for the next time we are doing that class at CanadianRealEstateTraining.com. That's it for the intro. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. We are live. We are live with Victoria Mazzucci. How do you say it properly? I always feel like I'm going to mess it up. I always say it's Masucci. Yeah, like like Gucci. Gucci. Without the fame and Of course, yeah, you would say that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, Nicholas Alexander Carazza. And then uh, Victoria, we were just chatting. You're... you're, uh, Families from Calabria, yeah, and we, you were just explaining to us why that's the best place in the world. So continue. Don't let us. Don't let us stop you. No, Bring the mic a little closer. Bring you'll the have mic. to stop me because otherwise I won't stop. Um, Calabria is the best undiscovered place in Italy. Sorry, Northerners, it's beautiful there too. But I don't know, mountains, beach. No, but seriously, you Calabres are so like true. loyal to your area. <laughs> like people say, Croatians yeah. are freaky about their, you know, being Croatian, the whole Croatian thing. But uh, Calabres are. What is it? What is the draw? We're a proud, but uh, you know, hum- like we're we're not we're proud, but we don't boast, right? But uh, ask us. But about you it, just we'll said it was you. the best. You were just boasting right at the gates. <laughs> what are you talking me. about? You asked me. I said we won't boast. So why you like the beaches in Calabria? Yeah, the people so, in Calabria. Yeah. So I think that just in Calabria, because we're from the south, I think 
uh, there's a lot of areas in the south that just aren't discovered. You know, people don't know about it. They don't think about it as a vacation spot or beach spot. I mean, I challenge anybody to look up uh, Tropea or Capo Vaticano there and take a look at the beaches and swear you're not in the best. Yeah, best we have friends in, that, that uh, go to those beaches and the pictures that come in will be similar to some stunning. of the water umbrella and stuff, just like perfectly crystal stunning, clear water. Stunning, stunning. Beautiful. And then you've got the culture, obviously. But, you know, like I'm from a mountain. Well, I'm not. My parents are from a mountain town. So, um, you know, you've got the mountains. You've got the beach right at the base of the mountain. The people are wonderful. The food is peasant food, but it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but uh, peasant peasant food when it, when it's when the quality of the ingredients is good, I, I, to me, I, I think I, I prefer peasants peasant food with good quality ingredients rather than like some fancy high end you know restaurant somewhere where they do something like I I don't care personally I just don't care for all that I like the basics but the ingredient quality that changes everything oh. and that's why over there you can get tremendous food like like all through Italy and I know a lot of when last time I was there. When I was in when I was in Venice, they were saying that uh, this is a couple. I guess it was right before COVID, whatever the year before COVID, and they said that um, a lot of the the Italian restaurants in Venice are now being bought up by foreigners who are not Italian. So they're like, if you're looking for an Italian restaurant, now this is a tourist area, obviously, yeah, so it's different. Yeah, it makes a difference. So they're like, you have to ask for Italian Italian <laughs> to know that it's like a real, like an authentic, authentically <laughs> oh owned Italian yeah, yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I'm like, oh my sure. god! So that's the secret sure. now. So uh, wow. we were walking around and, and it worked at the restaurant. I'm like, hey, yeah, we just want a good restaurant. You know, like not just Italian. I go, I, w- I want Italian Italian yeah. at the hotel. The guy's like, oh, OK, OK. <laughs> like he totally understood, understood. what I was saying. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Awesome. So, yeah, no, when we were um, I, I've tried to I, I'm a pretty good cook and, and I love to cook. So when we um, when I came come home, I always try to replicate the the new dishes that you know my cousins or my aunts or whatever have have done when we were there uh, they're great about sharing everything it doesn't taste the same no, the, the ingredients, ingredients aren't the same it's the ingredients like yeah. you get olive I mean, oil good. here to get the quality of olive oil that yeah. they're going to get there you just can't okay, ma- i get it shipped yeah <laughs> we we have our ways to get good olive oil here but people i guess i've turned into just this weird olive oil snob because people here will be like oh i got this good olive oil and i'm just like that's not even that is cut would that is not even pure olive oil yeah like, i don't know what that's cut with but that's not olive oil so I have a story for you from last year. So last summer we were kind of hanging. We went in October. I was telling Tom that we um, uh, we had a trip, a side trip to Sicily with the kids. We stayed at a resort near Cefalu. It was stunning, just gorgeous. As much as I love Calabria, Sicily is beautiful. Whoa, whoa, no, that's hey, blasphemy you know, right there. You gotta, whoa, you gotta give whoa, whoa. It's, it's still in some, Italy. To be some some Sicilian yeah, listening to this, yeah, but my, my, my friend will be Calabres. Yeah. That's 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 serious. Yeah. So um, so anyway. Um, uh, kids came with us back to the hometown for a few days and they went home. We had a couple of weeks with a couple of friends of ours who are he's Sicilian and she's German and they're thinking of buying a place in my little hometown of 1,300 people because they love it so much. <laughs> but, but in any case, so we were just kind of hanging around. It was quiet time and um, uh, I have an uncle, my mom's youngest brother, who's only four years older than I. So we, we have a long history. We grew up together, teased each other like brother and sister almost and and uh, my aunt, his wife, is actually younger than I am, so that's funny. But um, they were going to help out uh, a cousin of theirs. Um, he's a farmer, and he was going to pick beans. Like, bean- oh, oh, we have nothing to do. We'll come. No problem. So the four of us run out. O- no, three of us. Joe just didn't come. He came for lunch. Uh, smart. Yeah, Good yeah, job. Joe's not smart. a farm guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we go, and we're picking beans, like, for four hours, all these sacks. They're just like, they were impressed, I have to say. So anyway... Um, our, our, um, our reward was lunch. Wow. (laughs) It was amazing. They have cows. And when we, when we first got there, they were making fresh mozzarella and ricotta and here have them. 
here, have breakfast. Well, breakfast was like a whole mozzarella. I don't know about you, but, you know, a whole mozzarella wow. is a lot, but they're cutting it and it's warm and the ricotta and then lunch was just everything from the farm, including baked beans that have been baking in an open fire for like six hours that morning. It was so good. That, I, I don't, we don't like have, that like, and we'd kind of, I guess, maybe like, you know, long weekends or the cottage, you, you know, people will grill for a long period of time or something, yeah. you know, so we kind of have a little bit of that culture here, but we just don't appreciate good meals the same way I find, or at least, uh, you know, the, the friends and the, the, with everyone that I hang around with, like how busy everyone is, it's just hard to find that. Whereas there, that's the priority, it's, it is, you know, yeah. and it's was, so cool. I was, uh, we were backpacking through Europe in the mid nineties, a friend of mine from university, and we ended up going to Croatia and visiting our village in Croatia. And my aunt makes some food and gives this guy, a good buddy of mine to this day, gives this guy a piece of meat. And after he eats, he's like, why does your family hate me? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, did you see the cut your aunt gave me? He goes, it was all fat everywhere. It was like the worst cut of meat I've ever seen. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. They consider that the best, best. cut because of all, all the nutrients are in the fat. The taste is in the fat. He goes, they don't look at the lean cut of meat, like a, a top sirloin kind of yeah. cut. That's not like a thing. You want the fat, it's satiating so you feel like you're full. And it's just so foreign to us in North America. But I'm like, no, she doesn't hate you. She wasn't giving you the fatty cut because uh, you know she hates your guts or something. And also, if you look at the fat on a cut of meat there, it's yellow. Yeah. It's because it's a healthy fat. Exactly. It's not like a clear white Color's fat. different. Yeah, it's so yeah. different. And I think that's just something we just, uh, we've kind of lost the art of fine food here. Yeah. And if you have a half decent meal here in North America, you just kind of freak out. But over there, when we're there, you know, fresh fish, I'm having liver, fresh yeah. fish, olive oil poured over everything, wine, olives. I mean, it's just, you, there's the just nothing better. It's the simplest food that they take out for you on an impromptu lunch, you know, and, and it's, it's the best. It's better than anything. Yes. And know, if someone like slices there. us when we're there, some fresh prosciutto, like just f yeah. freshly cut yeah. and some cheese and some wine, yeah. you're happy. That's you're, it. You're, you're done. just so happy. Yeah, that's it. A little bit of fresh bread there on the side. It's yeah. like the best. One of the restaurants that we go to regularly, we've gotten to know the waiter over the years. Yeah. And last year he's like, look, so we ended up showing up. There's a lineup at this restaurant to get in. It's, it's right on the beach, right? And so the place is full. There's a lineup to get in. There's uh, when he knows us coming. So there's a table ready for us. Yeah. There's our, the two different wines you like waiting for us. We walk in from his village. He brings the his prosciutto from his village and his okay. cheese. Yeah. He just brought us a platter. He's like, I got a surprise for you. So we just sit down. He brings us this platter, puts it down. We're there for a half hour eating all that before he even comes and says, OK, so do you want anything to eat? You know, and it's just oh. so it's crazy it's, when we were putting together our apartment, like after all the renos were done and then we were furnishing it so we were going in my you know uncle and aunt's like little car how we got everything in i have no idea but anyway and at a certain point during one of the trips um, he says oh do you want to stop for a drink it's like five o'clock they don't eat till 8 30 um you want to stop for a drink i said yeah sure we stop at a bar we all order like an aperol spritz you know it's the big thing over there for a number of years and um and uh, all of a sudden they're bringing food and I said, what is this? And he goes, it's aprechena. Like, it's before dinner. Well, no, this is dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a great it way of life. It was so oh good. My gosh. Yeah. And then at 8.30, it's like, okay, we're going out. Let's go. Let's yeah, go there's just dinner. something kind of yeah. peaceful. And like, I feel like I'm living over there. And it just feels like the momentum of the day is right. Whereas here, no matter what happens, you just feel rushed. Yeah. Like, when you come back to North America after being there for a few weeks or, you know, longer, whatever it is. <laughs> You just feel like you're overscheduled. It's true. Like, okay, I'm going here. We're going to do this. You know, 
mom drop off the kids here, grandma come over here. Everyone's kind of like operating on this like timetable yeah. and it just feels like it's out of sync a little bit. Even when we first get there, you know, we're kind of on North American time. And so come two, three in the afternoon, we're, we're up, like we're awake, we're ready to go. Oh, let's go for a walk. No, it's hot out there. What are you doing? Crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, you can shoot a cannon down the piazza and yeah, no one's street. there. No one's around. Yeah, when that. we Everybody first started did. going over there, we would go to the beach at like 9.30 a.m. and right. then be right there till noon, yeah. you know, and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. First of all, you don't get that up that early to yeah. go to the beach. And then you're going to be there at noon, like <laughs> noon to two. That's the worst time exactly. to be. You don't go to the yeah. beach during the hottest time. The locals will just go at like like five o'clock yeah they'll head over to the beach at five o'clock and now after 10 years of going we do the same thing and we're like look They're at right. those tourists going down to the beach now what are they doing you don't go to the beach at this time what's wrong it's too hot outside you don't go to the beach it's like only having cappuccino in the morning yeah 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 exactly. we have one of those stories joe laughs every time yeah yeah that was a hard lesson for me as well asking for a cappuccino in italy after i guess after like noon or something is just insulting well it's funny because um one of our group asked for one a long time ago I asked for one it was so funny the guy thought it was from there because my dialect is pretty perfect I, I grew up with it so um and he goes senora like cappuccino and and my uncle said my uncle starts laughing and he goes no no she's not from here oh he didn't he goes I, oh and he goes we understand yeah, tourists they're, yeah. saying, right <laughs> they're embarrassed <laughs> but, for you exactly. you know but uh, and then it happened a couple of years ago with a friend of ours, and he goes, "No, we're used to tourists now. We, yeah. we don't." That was don't better response anymore. than I got. I thought yeah. the guy was going to slap me across the side <laughs> of the head. I was at a train station. I asked for a cappuccino at like five in the afternoon. Yeah. I thought he was going to just oh, hit me. God. It's like sacrilege. Yeah, yeah. you don't well, do that. When did you guys buy your place over there? So we bought it the year before COVID. Okay. So we actually no, two years before COVID, because then we did get to enjoy it a year before we rented it for like four months. And it was funny, we were coming home and Joe, my husband had uh, said a couple of times over the years that we'd gone, why don't we just buy a place here? And we said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that day, we were, that year we were there for a wedding and, um, and he said, why don't we find a place here? I said, we're leaving in three days. <laughs> like now you figured it out. We actually bought a place in three days. Yeah. And, the, and that was done. Yeah. And you know, I, the reason I'm asking is because I remember the email you sent afterwards and with, with a picture of the view. Yeah. I still remember that. And it was just beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and you had been investing, you guys bought a few, like a few properties yeah. and you've done other stuff. I mean, yeah. you have your business, right? Yeah. And at, at the time you said, said something about, you know, well, it's not really the best like investment, like the financial thing. And we all think like that, like yeah. as, as investors, we're always like, well, you know, the numbers on this one doesn't make sense. Yeah. And sometimes I think we all lose track and someone in our office just was going through this and he ended up pulling the trigger on, on, um, a lifestyle property that is like, it's like a dream property for himself. No different than you guys, like right. a dream property, um, you know, and, and sometimes we lose track of that about like, it's always about the numbers versus about your lifestyle and you, you invest for the numbers to then be able to live the lifestyle that you want. But then sometimes to make that switch back is harder than it should be. And you almost feel guilty. You, you know, it's weird. You're right. Because, um, you know, we, we haven't been investing a long time. Like I was telling Tom, we came to it late, but, um, when we were in that groove, it was like, okay, well, do we spend money on this? It wasn't really that hard a decision, but really um, we weren't thinking that way for sure. And then it was like, oh, the, you know, the first thought that came into my mind, not that it was that ex like overly expensive, it was like, oh, I could put a down payment on another mm. property yeah. with that money, right? Yeah. But, you know, um, Joe was really adamant about uh, doing it. And my fam I'm so close to my family there. 
And it was just uh, best decision ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's best easy. decision ever. Yeah, I would I would sell another three properties if I had to to keep. Uh, so let's one. rewind cool. a little That's bit. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. So let's rewind a little bit. You said you came late to invest. Yeah. So uh, what does that mean, and why did you decide to get into real estate as an investment? So. I've led a pretty traditional life, like from my European kind of background point of view. I got married really young, <laughs> really, really. When young. did you get married? I turned twenty on my honeymoon. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and Joe turned twenty-one after we got back. Wow. Like a few months ago, like a few months after we got back. So yeah, I got to the point where he he was twenty-seven for six years. <laughs> he kept saying he was twenty-seven, and then when he turned twenty-seven, I asked him if he was going to start talking going backwards but it was just a joke yeah uh, nobody believed him because he was too young looking um but in any case you know so we just did the regular thing you know we got married we had bought a house which was easier at that time um we had kids we had a good job we paid the mortgage you know we just this is all in the toronto area yeah, yeah yeah always in like the gta i think the first we went out was etobicoke and that was it and we moved to Vaughan eventually, right? Well, you're and, Italian. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's Italian. That's standard. gravitate <laughs> towards Vaughan. Yeah, we, I mean, we tried you don't to, have to tell us yeah, that, Victoria. Yeah, yeah. We assume. I know, I we know. assume. We, we moved to Vaughan. Yeah, we moved to Maple. <laughs> my dream house. I loved it. It was on a big lot, new home, designed it the way I want. Like back then, the builders used to let you make changes and stuff. Yeah, do you remember those days yeah. when you could <laughs> actually make watch. changes? Yeah. My, my kids actually went like uh, and picked their bedrooms when it was still framed and put their names on the on the like cool. uh, on the frame, yeah. right? So you'd never get close to a building like that anymore but in any case um so yeah we did that and everything was going along fine like we weren't rich but we you know we had a boat uh, you know we 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 yeah, you were living to good Florida. Living like, well, we were yeah. comfortable we were okay and then as um life sometimes does we got a huge kick in the pants and um we had a pretty serious medical condition arise in our family and um thankfully it's good um to this day and, um, you know, it's going to continue that way for sure. So, but we had to throw all kinds of things at it, right? Like we just had to, um, you know, what we got here, but also traveling and researching and finding other things. And that took money. <laughs> and we were thinking that, you know, on this path, that money was going to run out pretty quickly. So um, started just researching different things. And um, uh we decided that, yeah, we were going to have to make the money work for us. So we did something. We found you guys, and we did something pretty drastic. We sold our... The kids were out of the house. They both uh, moved in with their significant others. They're both married now. And um, we decided to sell the house, and we rented for five years. And with the proceeds of the house, we bought property. Wow. Yeah. And that changed our lives. Like, that changed our lives. That must have been tough, oh, though. That's the yeah. family home that your kids grew up in that you guys designed, like, as your custom home. That that was, So yeah. that was, like, that was a big move. You know, six years later, I still haven't been able to drive by that property. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, I still, I'm in that neighborhood every once in a while, but I, I never drive by the street. And, and what do you mean? Oh, so, sorry. Nate. No, I was going to just say, but looking back, it, like, it, it seems like that's, it, ultimately, even though you can't do that, yeah. the move was, it Best seemed, thing it, ever. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. So Best thing ever. So why was it, the you know, why was that? Why, Why was it the, the best, best thing ever? Yeah. Well, because, you know, at the time, I don't want to say, I mean, we were house rich and cash poor, right? And we turned that around. Now we were, we had cash. We didn't have a house, but we had cash and we had choices. Like we had options. Then, like I said, we came across you and Nick and... Um, and you felt okay getting into real estate investing? I mean... I knew right away that's what we had to do. Why? Um, I had done some research and we didn't know anybody really, like, of our circle of friends, we're the only ones that have, uh, although, you know, we've talked to people about it 
over the years. So we don't know anybody who's done that. But um, in my line of business, I've run across clients who, you know, a lot of their fortune. And your is line through, of business is? Uh, is in, in the insurance business. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, a lot of clients that have properties. And I deal with commercial properties only. I don't deal with personal properties. So in that, like knowing, you're going and they own this building and they own this building and they have, you know, residential properties and all that stuff. So the exposure came from there. So the decision was that, uh, yeah, we had to make the money work for us. And, um, and properties was probably the way to go. And so we needed influx of cash because we knew that one property wasn't going to do it. So um, now, how to invest it? Now we had the, you know, we had the cash, uh, not a lot of cash because we had debt, like we had racked up some debt, sure. all the stuff yeah. that was going on. And um, so uh, just looking up, and I, I followed you guys for a while, you know, newsletters and and you know all that stuff, and. And then I, I so told, you thought we were a scam at first. Yeah, you're like, who are well, these people? You know, hey, we've been told a million okay. times. Well, you, we're, we're not, we're not Italian. Us. If we were yeah. Italian, it would have been different. Been, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Are now, they Calabrese or are they yeah. not Calabrese? Once I found out you were Croatian, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, actually, I'm very spontaneous. It was, but but that was important money, right? So, um, and 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 uh, my other half, like Joe, is very uh, very conservative, right? So. I usually pull him out of something to do something, and he usually pulls me back and says, whoa, right? that's kind of the way that it works, and it works out really well. So finally, I think I'd followed you guys for like, I don't know, three or four months. I said, I think we should go to one of their, you know, one of their uh, little meetings. And he resisted at first, and I said, no, come on, let's go. We'll never know. We'll walk out if it's, uh, if it's not for us. So we did come, and here's a skeptic. So Joe's like a huge skeptic. We signed up as soon as the meeting was done. Oh, wow. So he was very And you drove over from there to to our office, yeah. maybe in Burlington, Oakville? Burlington. Oakville. It was Oakville. the Oakville location. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't so Oakville. So this is 2000. We joined Rockstar the end of 2016. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, the end of 2016. So that was a commitment to get him in a car and drive him <laughs> yeah, over to yeah. Oakville. Especially as a skeptic. He's like, <laughs> yeah. what am I, what am I getting skeptic, into? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we uh, became part of uh, members October or November of that year, and we're assigned to Mike. Um, uh, who's fantastic. And um, uh, in February, bought our first property, sight unseen. I told Tom, I think for two for sure, maybe even our third, all three were bought sight unseen. You're early, well, for someone that's like with Joe being a skeptic initially, to go, you know, there, a lot of people end up buying sight unseen, but most of them, yeah. like that we've worked with, most of them always, that's at later the down the road. One. At least yeah. the first one. Because yeah. they, they build a, you know, there's, they build a, a sense of trust with someone. They know kind of what, like, yeah. so in this case, it would be Mike. They build a sense of trust with Mike. They're like, okay, I'm good. We, we think alike and then they kind of go down that path. But you guys just took that path from the beginning. Yeah. Was it because you were just busy with work or? Well, very busy with work. Um, hit it off with Mike right away and uh, knew he had our best interests at heart. And uh, yeah, like I think the first two properties came within a month of each other. So I think one in February, one in March and then another one later that year. And then I think the next year we bought two and um that's fine let me just can i interrupt you for one second yeah, so please. that was 20 that was 2017 17. so if you were yeah. buying in early 2017 this is interesting because that early in 2017 was when yeah, the market was turning the market was was very active mm-hmm. and then they, they there was a number of reasons but you know the, the main one people remember is they announced some changes to foreign buyers and right. stuff. but there was other changes happening too that they to take the froth off the market and the market really kind of turned some prices down turned a little bit more high-end homes not as much in the starter category um, so it's interesting that you started at that time because a lot of people would look at that time and be like, well, okay, I'm not going to start now. I'm going to pull back and, and wait because this is not the right time to start. But looking back now in five years, like, thank God you did. Yeah. Well, I, I think that I attributed that to a couple of things. Number one, we didn't know any better. 
<laughs> we were new. Sometimes that's sometimes good. Sometimes it helps. that's good. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And number two, we just really knew we had to do something. You know, like from from a uh, from a future perspective, we had to do something. And it wasn't any point in just hanging around and waiting and you know um, thinking it over and whatever else. We so we just jumped. And uh, did you have a preference on what you were looking for, whether it would be area in Toronto or was it just like, hey, the numbers need to work. The income has to be greater than the expenses. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Was there some criteria? So the numbers need to work, obviously. Um, Mike's, uh, Mike's input was always really important. Again, we were newbies. Um, so the first three properties, actually maybe in the first four properties, were all in London. Ontario. Yeah, got it. Uh, but over the years, we've basically tried everything. Like we've had student rentals, we've had straight rentals, rent to own. Um, we had a commercial property that we had yeah. from before. Um, we had a property in Collingwood that we bought before. It, we weren't in, in investment mode. I, we still had the house. Um, you know, we were going through stuff with this uh, with this family situation, and um, and you know, a cousin of uh, cousin of Joe says, "Oh, you know, they're they're." putting out these new places out in Collingwood. He already had a place there. He goes, come and look. And I don't know, for whatever reason, he jumps at it. Like, Who are you? <laughs> this is not you. And I said, we don't need another house. Definitely not investment-minded, you see now. Now, like, I'm totally... Yeah, you're you know, totally If there was a number bigger than, like, 180, yeah. I would Well, now you're buying you, in Calabria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, so anyway, we, uh, uh, we go out. His parents had a cottage. We had to help them out with something. And on the way back, and I'm saying, we're just looking. No, we didn't just look. We bought... And that's when I, I said, I said, if we don't use this, this is going to be a rental. First word I've ever said that out of my mouth, never even thought of renting out anything. Anyway, I remember that over, um, we bought it in the middle of 215. We didn't take possession until like the end of 217. They could not sell the properties. Like oh, wow. it almost didn't get like they they couldn't move forward because they couldn't sell them. And I'm thinking, should have bought four. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you know, right? Yeah, crazy, crazy. So it didn't so. scare you off that they couldn't sell the property? No, you know what? He wanted it. It was fine. We were okay with it. And then and then uh, the, the year after is when we sold the house. So, you know. Got it. Yeah. So now up in that mean, area, it, you could, really well. it was, was, was it two years ago, right around when COVID broke out? You couldn't buy a property if you wanted to. Do you no. remember the pandemonium buying the property? Actually, we were talking to yes, the same we person were. about yes, the same lot. We I almost think. Well, and then you had a you had a better connection than yeah, I think he we shared. Had. He shared the same name as my father. <laughs> That's right. He was Italian. Yeah, yeah. Vito. His name is Vito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Italian said, connection I, again. Yes. Yeah. I said I'll never forget you. I said I'll never forget your name because my father's name was Vito. So we got it. the. I think we got the, the 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 special call from from them up in uh, it's the Blue Mountain area and. And they said, well, you know, the lot you were, you know, you wanted went to somebody else. And I knew, I knew already. I'm like, that was Victoria. And, uh, but we have this other lot, like right across the street yeah, or something. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we had, uh, I think by then we had already decided we were going to buy one of those Bluemont Well, uh, you guys properties. did really, really well. I wish we actually had bought there. We went to go take a look and we didn't buy because the bungalows were all sold out. And we were pretty headset on a bungalow. Yeah. And how I just wish I bought anything in, in your who, development. Who, who, yeah, you know, you know the strategy is you go to the village there and you have lunch with alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And then after drinking enough alcohol, you go to the sales there office. There you go. Yeah. And then that it. just becomes a natural way. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually, so we had the one in Collingwood. We bought another one in, in Windfall, but it was a resale already. Um, my son has one there with my daughter-in-law. We snagged one for my daughter and her husband oh. in the fifth. Um, like in the fifth, uh, they're just taking possession, I think in a couple of months. And the one that we bought was a semi that backs on there because it was supposed to be, cause you know, we're saying we don't, 
the lot is nice because the view is nice, but it's, you know, it's it, it's not like a, a, a private, like quiet. Yeah, yeah lot, got it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Very convenient. We walk. But you're looking at your direct exposure direct. to the South you Bay Hills there. You see the skiers. You yeah. can see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we walk like to the to the mountain and stuff. But it was supposed to be a rental. It's yeah. not right now. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Got it. I think that's happened to a few people <laughs> yeah, up there, to, yeah. to be honest, right? Yeah, it's not right now. I don't know how long it won't be. I said, well, okay. We're curious how we're going to use ours. We're like, will we yeah. use it or, you know, will we rent it out for periods of time? We're, yeah. we're kind of confused. Yeah. But my brother and sister-in-law um, are moving there. Like they're moving to the yeah. area right there. Yeah. So they bought on the same street we bought on. I, I can't Beautiful remember. I think area. maybe you know that, but or not, but yeah. so it made the decision a bit easy for us too. Sure. It's like, Oh, if they're buying here and they're going to live here, yeah. it just, it's like, I told Mary, I'm like, great. You're my, you're my property manager. Like, yeah, make sure the go. grass yeah. is watered. Yeah. Check the house. <laughs> it's funny between those two developments, there's, there's, um, and they're not that big. I mean, you know, there, there's a number of homes, but there's probably seven or eight different rockstar members oh, I know that yeah. bought That's properties awesome. up there. Yeah, yeah. We're it's, definitely up to get together. When it's yeah, really Oh, cool. we're roasting yeah. pigs there on the driveway. Like oh, I've, cool. I've been saying this for a couple of years. We're, we're having a pig roast on the, on the drive. That's we, very it. Yeah. You know? Well, it's on the driveway because I figured the backyard will be mud. Oh, okay. Oh, that so early. That early. Like, you know, we have, a, we have a yard we can yeah. use. Right? No, like, I'm just know. thinking the driveway, but I was actually thinking about this because I feel like some of our neighbors are from Toronto. I just get this impression by some of the... You're going to have to invite them. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put some flyers out because I'm like, hey, listen, when you see two pigs being roasted on the driveway don't get They're scared gonna, like, but secretly i'm actually trying to scare them they're gonna I'm put sure. their house for sale you're <laughs> gonna think who are these village people eating peasant food especially if the rockstar members that come to mind oh. who also own up there come there I, honestly we have rockstar members who are going to come to this pig roast also there's about i don't know 15 other people that we happen to know in the area yeah. so if everybody comes to this thing it's going to be a little bit of a disaster yeah your neighbors are selling yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, there's already a couple. Okay, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's already a couple we know that went up there and took a picture of them urinating on the lot. Yeah. So oh, that's the type of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna have to. You'll know. You'll, we won't Sorry. say. We no, won't say the name. They'll know when they listen yeah, to this yeah. afterwards. The house, the house is up now. The house, but there's no drywall inside. It's just studs. Oh, They're like, here, guys. Here's what we it, think. It, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely have to leave. The house is locked down. For anyone listening to this, the house is locked down right now. But so, Victoria, so you buy these houses, you do two or three sight unseen. So yep. how does this work? Mike, so Mike DeZormo uh, is a member, you know, forever. It's a terrible, member. never <laughs> use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, He's busy enough. Stop yeah, talking yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. So he calls you and he, he says, hey, I found this thing. The numbers are what we discussed. And you're just like, okay, proceed. Yeah. Do, do you do a home inspection? Because I know it's sometimes you, we can't do home inspection because the market's so hot. He did. Um, so he did a home inspection. Yeah. So you got a home inspection. Actually, That's great. actually, that one we didn't do. Sorry. It goes back a while. So much has happened. Sure. That one we didn't do one because it was a client of his already. Okay, so you got to feel. Okay, because so generally we want home inspections because yeah, yeah. we're investors yeah. and we no, want to no, know. But this knew, one, he knew this kind of felt good well. about the property. No, he knew this property well. It had been, we bought in 217 beginning, and it had been like gutted in 212 and um, it was fine. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't. And then an did you manage the property yourself or no. was it property managers from the go? From so the go, you, so yeah. So property managers involved. So you bought yeah. the property site and seen you put in property. Ma uh, yeah. So did you ever see these properties? <laughs> I'm um, just trying to figure out when you yeah, got exposure. So the first one we have seen because okay. we went, it's a student rental. So between like uh, that, you know, that time where they flip that next year, okay. we, yep. see that, we did see it. Okay, that's good. By then so we you, had bought you another bought one. Something existed. Okay. We bought another one. So we went to, we took that, we took advantage and we went, you know, at the end of April and saw them both or beginning of May and saw them both uh the third one we were in Italy when it closed so Mike did the inspection like he went through we hired the inspector but he went through with the inspector he sent us pics and, yeah it looks good okay we'll close no problem we weren't even around um 
we got really comfortable really fast. Yeah, cool. Really okay. fast. Okay. Um, but again, we would never be able to do that without the right team, yeah, right? Yeah. So we had we had Mike, um, we had like the right lawyer, we had um, uh, you know connection at the bank. Obviously, we had become really comfortable with the inspector by then. We used the same one. Um, You're in insurance, so you have that. We're in insurance, cover. so we had that done. Although you know the the lawyer did have to remind us uh, we need a binder of insurance. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to the upside and the downside. What yeah. was what was something that surprised you? Like did the financially has it worked out? It sounds like it has. So it's financially oh, yeah. it's worked out yeah. the way you expected or it sounds like better even. Better. Much okay. better. So we we've been knock on wood or my color is head. we've uh, we've not had a lot of problems with tenants. The the worst problem that we had and it, I mean, it turned out not to be a problem, but it was a rent to own that we had. Um, like I said, we've tried everything. We've tried student rentals, straight rentals, rent to owns, shorter term rentals. Uh, um, and uh, just by chance, we, we got an email from Neighborly saying, oh, you know, so and so from such and such a property says that they've lit that they've uh, they were your tenants at some point. Um, can you give them a reference? <laughs> as far as I know, they still live there. Yeah. <laughs> right? They still are my tenant. Yeah. yeah. So we texted you know texted them and they said no no we're still here but we thought we might have to move out you know not sure if we can afford this place anymore and we said okay like whatever we can do to help you like we can help you with something um, because it wasn't rent to own we were mm. I mean in one way listen from a selfish standpoint it's good for us it yeah, didn't work out. but the point but, of that property is we knew what we were going to get out of it and we were helping this couple get a property so that that was the intention yeah of if that it can property. work to both sides exactly, it's beautiful exactly. yeah so uh, we found out then that they hadn't, uh, there was no heat in the place. It was like the end of November and there would have been no heat. He said, I don't have any heat in the house. Oh, they weren't paying because they weren't paying. He said, can we have a thousand dollars to clear our account because they won't turn it on until we clear it, you know, to clear the account. I said, you know, just leave it with me. I called the, uh, the, the gas company and asked them and they said, yeah, like we can't turn on. It's been off for six months. It's been off wow. since May. Wow. And they were using the stove to heat to heat oh my uh, water and to heat the house. <laughs> I was going to say, they, if with no gas, they probably uh, yeah, didn't have showers. hot, hot yeah, water either. Yeah. And, like and she's diabetic too, right? So oh like, you know, gosh. he's saying she spends most of the day in bed because she's so cold. I'm just like, why don't you call me? Like, why don't you tell me? Anyway, we opened up our own account for the property. We got the gas turned on right away. They couldn't go that day, but the next day. And uh, and basically, we now send them the gas bill every month, and they tack it on to the rent. I mean, they're late sometimes, but they're, you know. But it works. But it works, right? It works. And they've been there for, this will be their fourth year now. So oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, so that's they're, and I always tell them, like, guys, like, if you need out of the lease, like, we're happy, because it's a five-year lease, it was kind of different, but we're happy to do it, or, you know, if you need anything. And I said, no, no, we're really happy here. And, you know, sometimes they'll have to split the rent into two um, like two payments over the month, but they've always paid. So, and they pay the gas bill and, you know, they're, they're making it work. And they're then making it work. You, um, yeah. you've sold some property too now. So, what? yeah. So we sold, um, a couple of the properties. So we had two joint venture ones. One was a true joint venture, um, in Barrie, a terrific joint venture, um, partner. He was great. And, uh, especially because we got out of it early and I'll say it why, uh, in a minute. The second one we bought with my brother-in-law because, and his brother-in-law, because we wanted to introduce them. He's married to my sister. So we wanted to introduce them into real estate, but they were too nervous to do so that So this own. gets them to dip their toe so in the water. So we bought with them, but the intention was always for us to get out. So last year we said, are you guys ready? You know, take it over. We've been doing this with you for, you know, three years now. And they were, so they bought us out. Oh, so that cool. was fine. But that was always the intention for that property. 
the joint venture, it was a great property in, um, in Barrie. It was a duplex. I think actually Mike actually brought one of his clients to see it. Um, and we sold it because we were buying our another place, like our own, like, awesome. like principal. So awesome. what we ended up doing was we ended up selling three properties and we bought the Collingwood property and we bought a property in Bradford to be closer with to our daughter. Oh, so cool. And and son. So what, what, we actually own a place now, which I thought we would never do. Well, we own oh my two gosh. personally now. Yeah. So Victoria, yeah. what a journey you're on. Yeah, Holy it was God. a real, like I said, it took five years. We sold the house to get the properties and then we sold part of the portfolio to get like a seasonal and a property to be closer to our daughter. And but it only, took five, it only took only five took years five as well. Years. Like that's yeah. not that long. Because yeah. a lot of people think, well, you said early on, you said mm-hmm. you felt like you got to it late. Yeah. Right? And a lot of people, because we, I've seen people, you know, at, at 50 or 55. Well, yeah, we were almost mid fifties, like 53. Yeah. And they're like, it's four, just too right? late. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, but you know, I don't know how long you think you have, but you probably have a while. And which means it's not too late. Yeah. It doesn't take that long, you know, well, uh, the, which is cool. Yeah. The way that I've thought about things for a long time is, you know what? 10 years is going to go by anyway, mm-hmm. right? Five years is going to go by anyway. A quarter century is going to go by anyway. So you might as well try and do what you think you need to do. What to made that joint there. venture part- partner so good? You said he was, was wonderful. Great. Why? Yeah. He was, um, number one, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> he was very experienced. Uh, number two, he's just so cooperative, like such a nice guy to deal with. Uh, we were the money partner and the mortgage partner, and he took care of everything, including tenanting the place. Just so knowledgeable and easygoing. And when we told him, we said, you know, like the mortgages in our place would definitely make it easier for us if we could get out um, because we wanted to buy our, we were in the position to buy our own place now. And that mortgage was kind of weighing us down a bit, you know, for, for eligibility and that kind of stuff, you know, when you own a sure. properties, yeah. right? So. And we said, you know, like if you want to find someone to take our place, like we don't necessarily have to sell it. We had agreed to a five-year term, and this was only a year in, a year and a bit, a year and a half. Um, and he was, no, like Victoria, whatever, whatever you need, like if you need to do it, like no problem, I get it. You know, a, a, a house is a house, a property is a property, but a house is really important. And we just sold the property. And you oh know, wow, yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. Rare, yeah, fant- rare. rare. Mo- most fantastic, times you get into guy. people get yeah. into quarrels. We became friends too, like uh, over the time too. So, yeah. um, I mean, we haven't seen each other much because of COVID and stuff, but we always say that uh, very you know it feels like we've known each other for like a hundred years. So yeah, yeah, that's very yeah, cool. just a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Great guy Sometimes on joint ventures, you'll have like a repair that needs done, and people start arguing whether yeah. you know it needs to be done or not, yeah. and it get, it get money gets involved yeah. there, and it gets a little squirrely. Now, having said that. Uh, and again, the one with my brother-in-law went terrific as well. Like, no issues there. He's a great guy as well. Um, I don't know that I'd do another one. Not because, I mean, it's great if you want to scale up and that kind of thing. But I just found, I've just found over the years that I want a lot more control over my stuff. Yeah, well, I think we're like we're that. We don't like really that. like doing joint ventures. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've done them in the past with other investors. And I guess between us, I guess our stuff would be considered. I don't think of it that way. Yeah, I almost look at it as like with, with the stuff we do together, it's almost like one entity. Yeah, really, yeah. right. Yeah. But joint ventures, we generally don't... Uh, don't really like it's, yeah i it, just we don't want the hassle of like having to explain to somebody you know exactly. we want to sell or we should make this repair yeah. it's like i just yeah. want to do things my own way yeah like we have a joint one with uh, with our son for example but that that's like you said different. it's yeah. different yeah. right like yeah. we're with us we're used to them even in in the business we're we're used to working with them oh and the other thing we did like big because you know you kind of think out I, I figured out that even though i'm a traditional person in lifestyle I don't think traditionally anymore. <laughs> Maybe in my 30s and 40s I did, but in my 50s and 60s I don't. Um, you know, I'm always told that's like, your brain ever stop? No. 
<laughs> it doesn't slow down. It doesn't turn off. It doesn't. It just keeps going, which is probably why I don't get a lot of sleep. Because um, all of a sudden, I'll you know be we'll be in the car and I'll say, oh, I just thought of this. What do you think of this? Like if we do this, or I don't know if we turn that around, or you know we put this in a corporate name and we move this you know from our personal. And then we, anyway, so what we did was we did a couple of things. We did um, one when we saw last year things were really really good we figured there's got to be a downside coming at some point so we refinanced a number of the properties um and we just have a stash of cash so we were saying you know let's put it aside just wait for an opportunity i think that opportunity is here just about here actually we did three things so we did that we did um uh we i got involved in stock options which is unusual for me because uh i got burned in the stock market i don't know maybe 10 years ago not big but i didn't like it and and Joe hates it. And when we were in Italy, I found out about this course. And I went, eh, I think I'm going to take it just because I think I'm not going to like it. But I'd hate not to take it. To learn, and yeah. Yeah, I'm a big, like, I'm all about, yeah, is there another class course? Yeah, sure, I'll take it, no problem. Um, and uh, I came, we came back from Italy, signed up in Italy. We, I took it, and I fully expect to say I'm not doing this. And within two hours, I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. <laughs> and uh, started really small and got bigger and, and like, my husband's just saying, like, just be careful, just be careful, just be careful. I don't like this. I don't like this. And um, and I, I guess over time, it just proved to him that it, it worked the way that I'm conservative in it. I'm not like a Yahoo when it comes to that. I know, you know, that money is important to us at this stage. So um, to the point now, he says, uh, do you think that maybe we should put some more money in that account? Yeah. Oh, well, good uh, yeah. Like, like totally yeah, yeah. opposite. So we did that. And that's been uh, along with uh, real estate. That's kind of been the second game changer for awesome. us. Um I got into Bitcoin. I'm trying to buy more, but it's like, again, I have to, you know, I have to ease Joe in. Throttle it, right? yourself. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. come on, no, don't worry. It's not what you think it is. Anyway, so into Bitcoin. Um, and then the other thing we did was we decided that things, since things were blessed, that things were going well for us, um, you know, we didn't want to wait until we were old, like a lot older and our kids no longer needed our help or money to to help them, like to to hand over some wealth to them. So about three years ago, we started, four years ago, we started the process of successing our business to them. And um, yeah, so we're now their employees. They own the business. Wow. <laughs> and, and the wealth that's built in that business is now theirs. And how did you yeah. come into that business? Has your life always been in the insurance business? How did that? Fell into it. Absolutely no. And started a business out of it? Yeah, or? a few years ago. So we were... I. Just after we got married, I was in the banking business. Actually, both of us were in the banking business, and I hated it. I had a, I had a manager that we used to call the Dragon Lady. <laughs> anyway, I won't go into that. But anyway, uh, she was very harsh. And when I tried to, I was assigned. I actually got assigned to a different branch, and she said no. <laughs> so she didn't let me go. Um, anyway, about a year later, um, a friend of mine, an older gentleman. Um, said, you know what, I think you'd be really good in this business. He goes, I've been doing it for a lot of years. You should try it. So I handed my resignation, which she didn't accept. And I said, well, you cannot accept it, but I'm leaving, so it's okay. Um, Went and took like literally a two-week course at the time, uh, passed the exam, got a job the next day, and started working insurance, never even knowing what an insurance policy was. What age were you? Things were definitely different. Uh, 20, so it was the year, 21. Okay. Yeah. So I've been doing it ever since. So it's 38 years, yeah, 38 wow. years. Yeah. So it just kind of progressed. I mean, listen, it uh, gave me a good job. I didn't have a college or university education, you know, that came later. Um, but to start, I, I didn't have one. And so it gave me a good job. It gave me a nice little paycheck. I, um, 
I took a pay cut to go to insurance from banking at that point. And that was tough when you're paying a mortgage. But uh, but it worked out. Yeah. And so then over the years, uh, then um, my husband got into it the year after. Um, but he kind of went in on contract, kind of like in the sales part of it. And I was uh, inside. Um, and then we just kept going like that for many years. And then in 2014, a, an, um, an offer presented itself where we could kind of be partners in a particular um, brokerage, um, you know, kind of running our own cluster and that kind of stuff. And we took it and it went really well. Like in the short time, we built it nicely, really nicely and took some of the wealth out of it in the meantime, selling, selling it to the kids. So we were able to take out, you know, some oh, of the wealth cool. and then, and the rest now, like I said, belongs to them. And uh, now I don't have to, you know, they're in their thirties and they're running their own business and they're really good at it. And what type of insurance? What, what's the area? So it's, everything under one roof. So personally, myself and my daughter, our team, we do commercial business insurance. Um, uh, my husband, my son, and their team do like personal, you know, house, car, all the toys. But we have surety, bonding, all kinds. Oh, wow. And everything's, you know, everything's under one roof. We may not necessarily do it ourselves, but but there's definitely. And what's the name? If someone wanted to reach out to you guys? Yeah, it's Oracle. Oracle RMS. Oracle RMS. RMS, And the website is? Uh, OracleRMS.com. OracleRMS.com. And then what have you learned? So now you went into real estate. You (laughs) you started this. You kind of got into this business. What On the business front, you know, your mind, you said, just doesn't stop. So now you have real estate. You you were talking about the stock option. Now you're on your your own business. Have you driven yourself uh, totally crazy? I'm just thinking thinking the the last five years. It's been intense. It seems like, or what was five or six years from when you sold that house to, to this point. You guys have. You've been busy, but it's but it's it's, it's really interesting because you it's it's like you laid the foundation for a period of time, and then you were just able to make a couple changes and then build on that foundation. Because yeah. without everything you guys had put together up to that point, it wouldn't have been possible, yeah. right? So it's really interesting that way. But but sorry, back to Tom. I think back to your yeah, question. Just have you ma- how have you managed it all? That's a lot going on. It, it's been a really busy five five and a half years for sure. Like sometimes. You know, like we'll look at each other and saying, oh, my gosh, we just can't take on anymore. But we do. Uh, we do. And um, I mean, I I don't want to stop. Like, it's exciting to me. It's 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 fulfilling and satisfying to me, but it's also exciting to me. Um, you know, my husband just says, oh, you go. Don't just tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm fine. Research it. If it looks good to you, let me know. Just do it. Um, but like, yeah, not to the point now where um you know, I mean, I, I'm going to be 60 next year. A lot of people these days like retire and slow down. I don't want to slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I may retire, but I'm not going to slow down. So, um, you know, I've joined a mastermind group because I want to see what the next level can can bring. I want to learn about Web3. Like I just, these are things that I didn't have the time to do when I was in my 20s, 30s and 40s. And I feel like I just want to do them now. Right? That's cool that yeah. you do that because a lot of people will slow down. And they almost use age as a, an excuse as why it's okay to. And I think that causes you to, once you check out that way, I think it causes you to slow down in more ways than one and not necessarily in healthy ways. Yeah. I think mentally and physically, once you've decided, they're like, well, I'm just like retired now, so I'm just going to live this retired life of doing very little. I don't know if that's like a healthy way to look at things. You can be doing other stuff or doing whatever you want, but I feel like there's still an opportunity to to whether it's learn or just experience new things or just experience old stuff over again whatever it is is to i think you have to still do you have to use the mind use the body all that type of stuff yeah. at this point um you know our, our kids are settled they're fine they're good we're good thank god you know healthy um i mean my next big journey is my own health 
Um, I feel like all the, the stress and the busyness of the last few years have kind of put you know, what I consider my health on the back burner. So that's a, a big thing for me now. I started working with uh, Dr. Cowan yeah. at, uh, at um, Phenom. Uh, Phenom. Yeah, he's great. And, uh, you know, so just starting that journey. So that'll be a big journey for me. But uh, but on top of everything else, yeah, like I just I just got to keep going. Yeah, I just, wow. I, that will be going down the health journey <laughs> is like this, this rabbit hole of like nutrition oh, and yeah. supplements and your own blood work and digestive system, hormonal systems. Like yes. that's a whole other rabbit hole. I have a hole. testing kit in my freezer do you? and yeah. a three quarter drink smoothie in my car. Yeah, do you, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Once you start going down that rabbit hole, because I had done none of that until I was like 39 and Nick finally said, hey, let me drag you to the gym because I was yeah. complaining of energy. So I have him to thank for that because I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. And he dragged me into that. And then that led me into nutrition. And it's a year. It just takes yeah. years of like figuring yourself out and yeah. how your body works. Yeah. It's uh, it's... It, I was going to say what, like, you know, you know, I don't, I guess I'm trying to say, I don't wish health issues on anyone at all, right? It's obviously a bad thing, but what percent of what you guys have done, do you kind of equate back to that happening and you guys having a little bit of a fire lit underneath you? Like, did, did you guys make those moves? Partly there was a financial reason. I get that. Mm-hmm. Was there a per- part of it too that was like, you know what? Like, like because there was a major health issue, mm-hmm. life's short. And if we're going to do this stuff, yeah. we need to do it now because you know, you just never know, right? Is Did that play into the equation at all? It, it, it did. I, I think obviously that situation lit the fire, but I think it just made us realize that we were on autopilot for so long. You know, I mean, listen, we had a good life. We did. We, you know, at one point we had a, a big boat and kids loved it. We, we spent 12 years boating. It was great. We got out of it, not because we had to, because it was time. You know, it was done. We did it. Been there, done that. Made a great group of friends, which we still, you know, travel with and stay with and, you know, see now. Uh, kids have great memories. But, um, yeah, I think we just realized that we're just on autopilot for so long. It was easy to take that road, right? Like, it was easy. And, and that's why, you know, when some people say, well, you know, you guys got lucky or whatever – yeah, we did a little bit, but you also have to be able, you also have to be willing to make the tough choices. Our big tough choice was leaving the house. I'm telling you, I cried for two months. Like every night I would go upstairs into the room because I didn't want, I didn't want my husband to see me and I would go upstairs. I said, oh, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to bed early. And he knows like I'm a night owl. Energy is not my issue. Um, so he would come and check and he goes, you know, are you okay? And I went, yeah. And then I think after a few weeks, he goes, are you ever going to be okay? And I went, yeah, I'm going to be fine. I just need to, I need to get over this. Right. But uh, like I said, it was the best thing we ever done, did. Like I just had to make that separation. And now, I mean, we have a beautiful home now. We have a beautiful seasonal now, but I told you, like, I'll never have that same attachment. That was just an attachment. My kids grew up there with all the memories. Yeah, the memories. Right? I, I could see right? that for yeah. sure. Yeah. But now I said like, Hey, like I, in December, when everything was really high, like November, December, the house that we've owned for a year, I said, do you want to sell it? Like we'll <laughs> Now it's like, let's just money. get rid of these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll make a ton of money. He goes, where are we going to go? I said, we'll rent. We've yeah. done it before. What's the difference? He goes, I kind of like it here. I do too, but it's just a house. Like now I've completely changed. Like really now, like I call myself the nomad, right? It's just, it's just practicality now, or it's yeah. just just a place to live so very cool it's funny Uh, it's almost like you need your back put against the wall to take some action to get yourself out of autopilot and i think some people are maybe lucky that they don't have those moments in life but then the result of that is sometimes they're in autopilot and i think for me if i look at the way i freaked out in the corporate world that changed my whole life like i was literally freaking out i couldn't go to the the job anymore i and then on the health side for me it was like 
I was being rushed to emergency by my wife because I had stomach pains that they couldn't figure out. And thankfully it was, it was nothing, but I knew I had to change my, I knew there was a change required and that led me down another path. So sometimes these moments of frustration where you're pushed against the wall, they end up being the best times in life. Well, I say that too. Like, I don't know that we would have been pushed in that direction if we didn't, if we felt we didn't have to, just because we were comfortable. It's not like we were suffering. We were comfortable, you know, things were good. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, I think I'm an optimist by nature and, um, I just think that you can find a silver lining in just about everything. And that was our silver lining. Yeah. Was it tough? Yeah. Like, was it the whole situation, selling the house, uh, you know, dealing with this medical condition? Like, was it tough? Yeah. But so much has come out of it. Like financially family, we're always a close family, but we're even closer now, like ever, like our kids are our friends. Like we, you know, kids like to be with us, travel with us. Oh, when are we going? Let's go here. Let's do that. What do you think? And it's, you know, oh, it's how cool. cool. Yeah. Cool. Like our yeah. son and daughter-in-law, you know, uh, my daughter-in-law is, uh, wants to take uh, our son to, uh, to Hawaii for his birthday. And first thing is you guys want to come? <laughs> it's yeah. like, we're leaving for Italy five days later. I don't think we can, but otherwise we would be there. Like it's, it's just, awesome. it's great. Yeah. So it's good phenomenal. Well, and yeah, so phenomenal. you're going to Italy this year? We are. When, uh, when yeah. are you going? End of July. We'll go for a month. Yeah, I, okay. I have to come back cause I have my, um, we have my 90-year-old father-in-law living with us part of oh, wow. part of the time. So we share between my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and myself. Got it. So uh, we can't spend more time because September 1st is A month is a nice, a month is a nice break. Yeah, yeah. That'll be, uh, the weather's going to be hot there. Really and, hot. Uh, but you're up in the mountain. You said you're- We're in the mountain, yeah, so, so it's a cooler. little cooler. At it's night, cooler. it'll cool down, There's right? actually a place, uh, it's called the Commune. It's not really, but there's nobody there. But anyway, so you drive up the mountain about five minutes from where we are. It's probably about 10 degrees cooler. There are pine trees that are over 100 feet tall there. There's a natural spring that runs through there. So that's where you get water. And this huge area where people just barbecue, like somebody's built a couple of like stone, like stone fireplaces and we just cook there and stay there and picnic there. It's fantastic. When it's yeah. really hot, you head up there. It's fabulous. You don't have yeah. to bring water because the water's right there. Oh my that's, God. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's so nice. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. And yeah. so then, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see the next five. You've done so much in the last five, six, seven years here. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see the next five, six, seven years. Yeah. I just want to take, um, we just want to take some time to see what opportunities come up. Like I said, now we have we have the capability of being able to do that. We're just trying to be a little more careful as to not careful, but we want a, a little more insight because I think there's opportunities coming up and they may not be in the single residential space that we've been in all this time. Um, so yeah, we're not going to jump. We're also knowing us, we're not going to take long either. So uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's just a really great position to be in. And I really have you guys to thank seriously yeah, yeah. in all honesty, like uh, seriously, like, um, it was uh, once, I mean, we were leaning that way, but if I feel like if we didn't find Rockstar, if we didn't find Mike, if we didn't find, you know, your office and your philosophy of wanting to help everybody be where you guys are, not where you guys are, but you know what I mean, like follow the path that you guys followed, I don't think we would have been as successful or as confident or as confident because confidence had a lot to do with it. Yeah, and I know? think that's some th- some things between each other, what we can share to give people confidence. Yeah. It's not, you're, you're going to be successful at whatever you're doing. Look at your whole life, Victoria. <laughs> but some th- sometimes if you meet someone who has some more information that you have in a specific area, it can give yeah. you the confidence to act, Yeah. right? And I think sometimes that's what we're able yeah. to do. I mean, thank you and, for sharing. Yeah, and, but it, and, and the group as a whole, like, first of all, you know, you, you guys are the ones that actually did it, right? So there's obviously that. But I think it's, it's also just the group as a whole that provides the confidence because it's not just like, 
you know, these two guys that are saying something, you know, that maybe there's some kind of, you know, you know something to put, put on that. But when you see a larger group of people doing it, then it gives you, then the confidence is even larger because there's this larger kind of network of people that it becomes you can like a support network into. when everybody's yeah. going through their real estate pain of some sort. You can also just vent yeah. with other people, yeah. you know? Yeah, but somebody had to put that together, right? Like I know that certain things that we put together on a smaller scale. Yes, it grabs a life of its own and it's terrific and you're proud of it and you're happy about it. But somebody had to put that together, right? Yeah. And yeah. you guys were the ones yeah. that did that. Yeah, those yeah. first five yeah. years were yeah. were torturous. <laughs> I'm not going to joke. <laughs> Only because you had to put up with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking back now, those first five years of building Rockstar, I'm like, what the heck were we even yeah. thinking? Because we were so like, I don't even yeah, remember this them. is going to work. Yeah, yeah. Because like, because ignorance is bliss sometimes. I, it totally, yeah. you, you said it best yeah. there. We yeah. didn't know. Yeah. So you just keep building. But we didn't realize how long yeah. it would take yeah. to build and how much work it would be. Yeah. And uh, it's just a blur. Like it's I, a blur. I don't even know what those what I did those. Oh my years. gosh, I <laughs> barely know? remember those those years. Sometimes I go back to Carol and I'm like, Carol, thank you just for everything you handled during those yeah. years because I can barely remember what was happening. Leaving at five in the morning, we were doing stuff till like eleven thirty, sleeping. I remember getting the old espresso, you know, the old style espresso espresso machine, stovetop espresso. Yeah, yeah. And just making oh my espresso. God, those are staple. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Making those yeah. at like yeah. eight at night because yeah. I'm like, I need to keep going here. I need some espresso. So, uh. so our son is a real like coffee aficionado oh like tom oh, oh my god we so call that i call that snob <laughs> yeah he is he'll say it he will oh, you just you know what's a good he, coffee and yeah. what's not. no 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 he's at a whole different level he imports his raw his raw coffee beans oh he roasts he his own ro- coffee oh, beans. wow he he grinds them to a certain pro- i can't tell you the machinery wow. half his kitchen is coffee so he's stuff. roasting them at home roasting them at home oh, he's got all wow. these like i don't know tubes i don't even know what they are wow. that smell he has, is the best yeah, nice in the he house. has a yeah. he has a, a so he can take it with him. It's a, it's a, it just folds into a pouch like this, and it's a pressure, um, it's a pressure espresso yeah, yeah, maker. Yeah, yeah, I know the type. Yeah. So, but it's I got like this, th- this little gauge. So you're sure it's at the right oh, pressure. Oh wow. Oh my God, he's just too I much. I used to have it does this, make excellent coffee. So I used to, yeah. But the peak for me was having this AeroPress that I would press my own coffee while we were traveling, and yeah. a bunch of us went to a conference once. And I think we were in, I feel like we were in Mike's hotel room. Do you know what I'm about to talk about? <laughs> we and were. I was making this coffee. And at that time we were in this mode of putting coconut oil and butter in our coffee. Right, right, right. And we were shaking I, it I up. I did that every, for a while. Okay, yeah, and yeah. we're all like addicted to it. Yeah, we're so addicted yeah, to this stuff. And Mike was getting addicted to it. I'm like, Mike, I just made you one. And he grabbed it. And I guess he, he thought it needed to be, you know, he needed to shake it up a little bit more. He started shaking it. The thing explodes. Oh, no. The, the hotel room's all white sheets on the bed. Just <laughs> coffee, just like literally wall oh. sheets everywhere. And just like, oh, that, that was, person who took care so of the room was happy with you. Oh, gosh, it was awful. I forget how much we tipped and, <laughs> and helped out, and it was a brutal. And then I think it was like Ruben or whatever ran to the to the washroom to dump the coffee. That's what I thought. And then the coffee the beans, time. yeah, the coffee beans got stuck oh, in the no. sink, and then they flooded over. The sink started overflowing in the bathroom. Just and a we, mess. It was a disaster. I don't drink. I don't drink the coffee, a, so I had nothing. I, I was like, it, it was a good. I, I was a good was observer. I was just laughing. At disaster. I forget. Call it for dragged in anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We just admitted that we're listen we're we're you know this is all our fault what do we have to do to fix this problem in this That's group it looked like a war zone you know it's a disaster yeah even the guy you guys tip the guy they come the cat to come out and clean the trap out of the sink yeah for all the yeah. with all the coffee like, grinds what's in here? In there. we're like oh it's coffee grinds he's just looking at us like what are you guys doing yeah, who knows what he thought it was yeah 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 for sure yeah what did you guys put down this coffee thing? grinds could look like a few yeah. things anyways uh victoria we thank you and you know you've uh you've come out to some of the the, the bigger events that we do and the vip events that we do 
you and you know supporting everybody and talking just the way you are and the energy that you share with everyone so thank you for being part of this oh, journey because we're part of it guys. together yeah, you know we you. like accidentally met like this yeah and it's like our paths continue on and the next step will be having a, a pig roast yeah, up in collingwood silver so linings lots yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah yeah on the driveway not in the backyard okay. just to upset as many neighbors as if possible if i find out where you like... live i'm leaving you something so, yeah, right. yeah 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 you're good yeah yeah you'll find out so many people have already place. found out which yeah. lot we are up there so uh anyway yeah. thank you thank you so much for inviting me this was uh, really nice yeah, to sit thanks, and speak Victoria. with you guys thank you. take care Hey everyone, hopefully you enjoyed that episode with Victoria. And if you are listening to this and you want to jump into the world of real estate investing, just as Victoria has, and you don't know where to start, perhaps you want to check out our introductory training class. We can do it. It's about 90 minutes. Sometimes it goes two hours, depending on how long the Q&A is. We cover all the different strategies, all the different areas here in the greater Toronto and Golden Horseshoe area that we're working with investors. We stick around after the class and answer all the questions that come our way live. So you can check that out and register for the next class at canadianrealestatetraining.com that's canadianrealestatetraining.com that's it for this episode until next time your life your terms <laughs>